Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed, or he'll buy it. Hey now! Hello! You watching any of the hurricane <laughs> coverage? Uh, some of it, yes. I mean, I'm going to be watching today, especially because this is when it's going to hit the worst in Florida. And I am curious because, I mean, I don't know. A lot of us have been to Florida, haven't we? Yeah, like, that's the thing. It's like, well, you know, most people know Florida. And if you've had the chance to visit, not just Orlando and that area, but um, I've been all, all up and down uh, Florida before. So for me, when I have that connection to a place and I've been there several times, yeah, I'm probably more likely to to watch it. The same thing went for the East Coast and everything that was happening there, too. Before we talk about the hurricane, I broke my own rule yesterday. Remember just last week we were talking about cable packages. So many people have messaged me since then about IPTV options and messaged me about how to get different channels for free. Mm-hmm. And I was liking it. I got my cable bill, which used to be close to 300 bucks for cable, internet. And yeah, I took the stupid home phone because for whatever reason, it's cheaper if it, you take a home yeah. phone. So I used that and, and I got that hydro bill or the cable bill down to 103 bucks a month for good internet and Bell 5 TV. But it's fairly basic. And I offset that with a series of apps and my ITV IPTV box. Mm-hmm. Too many acronyms here. Yeah, Shit. really. So, <laughs> <You're> and, in- <laughs> but I've got that IPTV box hooked up to my projector in the basement. And sometimes I just want to watch TV and I don't want to go down to the basement and turn on the projector and all that sort of shit. So I broke down last night, really wanting to see good coverage of this hurricane. I phoned Bell and upped my package. Oh, oh the news fuck, gets you every time. The news gets you, doesn't it? Well, it's bizarre because I said to them, how much to just add CNN or Fox News to my channels? And she said, okay, so if you want CNN, $12 a month. Woo! Holy shit, that channel what? has gone downhill. And as soon as I turned it on last night, I realized, oh, this is why I didn't give a shit in the first place. It's the most biased extremist channel in history and they used to be great for news but now it's just so far to the the left it's hard to watch so i ordered cnn and then i thought wait a second here why am i paying 12 dollars a month for cnn i'm gonna phone bell back so i phoned them back waited on hold again and i said yeah i just ordered cnn and uh how much would it be for fox news instead she said, oh, that's $4 a month. <laughs> and I thought, shit. They didn't tell you that at the time? No, no. So I, I was paying $12 a month for CNN. That lasted less than an hour. Wow. Phoned him back. Fox News is only $4 a month. And she said, or if you want, you can do an a la carte. And in, in the past, we've been burned by a la cartes. Remember the, yes. the, the government promised, yes. ooh, a la carte TV is going to bring your bill way down. And it never went down. That was just a flat-out lie. So I heard her out. The a la carte offer was $5 a month. Pick any five channels you want. So how does that make sense? Yeah. And I said to her, well, wait a second. I spoke to somebody like 40 minutes ago, 
and, and I'm speaking to you now, and, and you were going to sell me a channel. You did sell me a channel for $12 a month, knowing full well I could have had five channels for $5. Uh-oh, that's not someone who cares. It doesn't seem like yeah. it. But then in the end, she worked it all out, and she got me uh, a couple of promo credits and stuff. So I basically cool. got everything for free just by calling. The message here, everybody, is if you're sick and tired of your cable bill, and there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with cable. It still serves a purpose, and it's probably still the easiest way to watch TV. Don't be afraid to call them because the buyers have yeah. all of the power now. They're fucked. They know that we know we have options. Mm-hmm. There's IPTV. You can get a Fire Stick or a Roku and just use their channels. Yeah. There's lots of ways to get TV. You don't need to go the traditional route. And if you're willing to, they'll cut you a deal. Do it every six months. Like that's my go-to is every six months because usually their promos will last about six months. And they usually also have uh, contingencies in there for promos that they last for six months. You can't overlap. So pick the one that works for you. Hey, here's a promo, right? It's 20% off for the next six months. Cool. And then it dies out. And then people never take the time to call. And I understand because like who wants to be put on hold for a while? Who wants to talk to a customer service rep if if you don't have to? But it will save you money. I do it every six months. I say, what can you do for me this month to keep me? What can you do for me now to keep me? And they usually always have some form of a promo. And the person on the other end is totally cool with it. They're not annoyed by it. They'll say, oh yeah, that's fine. That's kind of a fun little challenge for them. You're not yelling at them about anything. You're having a pleasant conversation. Hey, let's just figure this out together. And they'll usually say, oh, actually we have this cool package now. You're already on our VIP you know, top tier program. It's actually cheaper to do this and it's the same channels. Do you care about that channel? And they'll actually talk it. Good ones. Good reps is important. Like not the one that's tried to sell you a $12 channel. That's silly. Um, but good reps are important as long as you get one. Yeah. I do it every six months. Same thing goes for sell unless you have like the contract situation. Most people do. That's fine. But uh, if you talk to them, you will save money. And who doesn't want to save money right now? Hey, let me ask you, though. Is it an idle threat? Do you tell them if you don't do something for me, I'm going to cancel? And you know you're not going to cancel or would you actually cancel? I mean, I never say that. I never threaten. I don't go in like that because what is the rep going to say? Like, okay, like all I'm doing is my job. Here's what I can get you. Now, if you are in that power position, if you're moving, for example, when you're like, you know what? I'm moving anyway. Maybe I'll take a look at what the other guys have. Then you can call them back and say, hey, the other guys have this. What can you do? And then who knows? They might pull a promo out of their ass that they never told you about before. But all of a sudden, oh, never mind. You are, you are able to get this promo. How about 10 months of free TV if you take yeah. a home phone? But it, <laughs> don't ever take the home phone. No. If you've never heard my story, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't take the, I would not recommend the home phone. It's I'm actually so paying a little bit more because I did that because I opted out, but it's not that much more. It's only like a few bucks a month. So I'd but rather that than a cop come to my door. I'll be, uh, I'll be watching hurricane coverage today. Cause like we said at the beginning, Florida is important to all of us. And there's a lot of people there and that side of Florida doesn't get hit very often. Not with a big one anyway. So it's gonna it's not gonna go right over Tampa anymore, like they initially worried it would. That was a worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Now it's gonna go just south of Tampa. Sarasota is about the furthest north that it could hit, and Sarasota neighbors Tampa Bay. It could go as far south as Fort Myers, but even at that, it's less than an hour drive. They're gonna feel it all across the Gulf Coast of Florida today. And then It's going to go inland, obviously. It's not just going to stop when it hits land. So there could be like a legit category two or three by the time it's been over land for an hour. A category two or three hitting Disney World and Universal Studios and SeaWorld today. Think about all the retirement homes it could hit too. Oh my God. 
There's so many because it's not there. just it's not just a pretend stereotype or anything weird like that. Like there are so many retirement homes, especially in those areas. So uh, I'm thinking about the snowbirds too. We've got yeah. a lot of Canadians down there now. Have they left or do they wait till the snow starts flying and then they they haul ass down to Florida? Yeah, I think it all depends. Some are just uh, strictly like January, like they'll wait till after Christmas and then they'll duck out. Some. They don't care. Hey, no. I don't care if I see you at Christmas or not. I'm out of here November 1st. I right? saw a leaf change. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah, some are probably leaving as early as now. I mean, hey, if you have the ability to, and it's warmer there. I mean, right now it's not good. But uh, yeah, some might wait and opt to wait because of this. Who knows? But hey, ho- hopefully everybody's all right. They're saying this year is going to be a particularly bad year for the snowbirds, and there might not even be as many of them because our Canadian dollar is tanking, cat. Mm-hmm. For a second day in a row yesterday, it closed below 73 cents U.S. Yeah. Why are you cheering? You like oh, sorry, that? No. No, no. I do a lot of voice work on the side and I get paid in U.S. dollars. Ah, <laughs> I do as well. But I, I, I'm also trying so to think I'm like, that. I get it. It's not good for us, but selfishly. I'm okay with that. Well, I mean, for anybody who travels regularly to the States, for anybody who orders products or services from the States, and for anybody who's in in my situation where I've got a kid that lives and goes to school in the States, and I have to send him money all the time, it's getting crazy. It must be crazy. And, And you know what? I mean, we had it last week. The Bank of Canada deputy governor admits we did what... We were not supposed to do. We kept the stimulus on way too long, and that helped fuel inflation. Now, we're still printing money to try and fund some of these outrageous programs that have been created, and that is having an impact on inflation as well. It's not coming down. Interest rates are going up. Americans are raising their interest rates too, and when theirs go up, it puts downward pressure on our dollar. So we're in the perfect storm of getting screwed here, and we need somebody to step up and try and right this ship. And frankly, when I look at that fucking loser, Tiff Macklem at the Bank of Canada, I know for a fact he's not the guy to solve this problem. He's just going to make it worse. Speaking of the programs, I mean, you made mention that there's a, apparently there's issues with a lot of these government programs. Where are we at with the child care thing in Ontario? Where are we at with the child care? We have the not care? had an update on that. We have not. And that's another thing. Uh, the dental care. And there was one more I heard. Oh, um, if you have a child on the on the autism spectrum, I know that you're supposed to get extra money or something like that. I'd, I don't know a lot of details about that, but I had heard from a parent who was very frustrated because they weren't getting the money that they need for these resources. Like, where's the money at? These people are professionals at making announcements and then hoping you forget. It's amazing that anybody believes us anymore. I mean, we have our foreign commitments and and we'll send Trudeau over to, I don't know, uh, some country in the Middle East or in Africa. And he'll say, we're going to pledge a a billion dollars for this over the next 10 years. Maybe you'll get the money. Maybe you won't. I think the rest of the world is just kind of like, yeah, okay. And when it comes to us here, we get announcements about stuff all the time. The follow through, though, sucks. And maybe they're working and just not telling us what they're doing, or maybe they're not working on it at all. Well, updates are few and far between. I think just updates are at least nice for people to know, especially for families who are waiting on it, you know? Particularly when it's something, when you're dealing with with such a vulnerable situation like a a child on the autism spectrum. To me, after, after I saw all the money that we threw at COVID when we apparently didn't have the money, I don't ever want to hear the excuse again that we can't afford it. Mm-hmm. fully fund opt- autism therapy, Yeah, fully fund it now, get it done. And when it comes to all those other programs that are out there and, and that we're apparently doing, that's part of the reason that I'm not particularly upset about things like the gun buyback. You know, people will message me all the time, Scott, 
how can you not be talking about the the gun pro they're banning the guns and it's not right and we have rights and blah 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 and I'm thinking I'm not particularly upset about it because I know who's in power and I know that they suck at actually following through on what they say they're going to do so is it actually ever going to happen mm-hmm. or is there going to be an election in the meantime and the proposal gets thrown out the window by the incoming government yeah, that's why we have no trust right that's why we have no trust it's fucked up cat but this is where we are whole bunch of different things to talk about in this episode and and we're going to cover a bunch of them now we're going to start off with relationships we're going to start off with your ex some people when they get out of a relationship can't let that relationship go and they feel it's important for them in their healing journey or whatever <laughs> Whatever they've come up with. <laughs> to continue checking up on the person they broke up with. Now, there's a couple different ways that this could go. Hey, maybe you used to really like that person and you're a little bummed that they broke up with you, but you know, you're still interested. You still want to see if they're doing well in life. So maybe every now and again, you'll browse by their Facebook page or you'll check out their Instagram or see what they've been tweeting. Okay, sure. Or maybe it's a little more sinister than mm-hmm. that. Maybe it's a little more diabolical than that. Survey found 74% of people search for their exes online. This is contrary to just about everything Kat regularly says mm-hmm. on the pot. When you're done, you should be done. Now, listen, I, I will take one thing out of the equation when, when I say that, though. And I understand if children are involved, it's a lot different. I get that. You, you have no choice, likely, but to speak with that person partner that you had children with and hopefully everything goes well with that hopefully you have good communication and a a good relationship in that manner and yes looking into their new partner makes sense because that's your children's you know potential step parent one day or so that all aside can we just shove all that aside sure aside from that kids and pets and uh, i don't think the pet thing works at all i don't get it personally don't understand it but if but if, fine if, no. if he's got your dog or she's yeah. got your dog no. you still like, want to like, see the dog uh, yeah i understand but it won't it, 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 i don't know how that can last long i don't know i just don't see I, I just don't get how people can do it but some people manage to do it that's great fine so that aside fine uh yeah there's no need to there's there's zero need to and if you are checking up on them it is going to be for like you said the s- sinister reasons it's going to be checking out who they're dating now or oh has their career gone in the toilet are they doing better without me or or worse w- without me it's, that's actually what you want to know. You're not just checking in to be like, oh, good, they're great, move along. You don't need to. Why are you even checking in on them? There's reasons behind it, and probably insecurities have a good play in it. But you have to realize that doing that isn't going to do you any good. Okay, before I tell you how people answered the question, why did you spy? Is there anything to, I liked that person. I had a great time with that person. And it sucks that it didn't work out, but I still want the best for them. And I still really like their family. And every now and again, it's nice just to check in and see, oh, hey, uh, uh, his his mom really did retire and she looks like she's doing great. And, and, and his brother really did become a pro hockey player and good for him. And he's got a good job and he's doing well. Is there anything to that? Like not in a sinister way, check up just general curiosity. And also with the best of intentions, happiness and optimism. Yeah. I mean, people do check in and sure. Some of them might 
be it might be for that reason and they probably have friends in common it's it's probable that depending on your relationship with that person prior to you dating them that maybe you're connected in a lot of ways you have a lot of mutual friends so you happen upon photos because they're tagged in your friends photos and sure stuff like that happens I don't think you need to go out of your way to seek all of that information out if if the two of you have moved on okay well let's do the dive here four popular answers showed up in the survey and again the question was Why would you spy on your ex? The vast majority, 65%, gave the answer, curiosity. Just curious. Generally, curiosity. Is that curious or is that nosy? Because it's really none of your business anymore. Yeah, I guess it's a, it's it is a little invasive. I guess it depends how the other person feels about it. Mind you, if they wanted to, they would have blocked you, right? They would have blocked you from being able to look at it. Mm -hmm. So if they're... If you're able to look at it, then they probably don't mind if you check in on them. Is it if you in- think about it that way. Is it incumbent on you when you break up with someone to block them? Or can you just leave it and hope that they unfollow? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You have to be open to knowing that they could. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then you block. Got it. 16% said, I only look him up to confirm that their life has gone downhill. Yeah, that letting me slip through his fingers uh-huh. ruined his life. Yep. You want Dude. to see them suffer. Dude. And I will never, ever understand that. I have a girlfriend that's so bad with this. It's been years since she broke up with this person. Or they broke up with her. It's been years. And she'll still be like, oh, you see? Uh, yeah, I see. Their, their kid turned three. Like, eh. Like, yeah, move. Move on. The it's guy, been a long time. The guy got married to someone else and has a kid and a kid on the way. Move on. Why are you creeping his page still? Is it because he dumped her and she just can't uh, handle maybe? it? There's a lot of people who just can't handle rejection. Clearly. Even if they hated the other person and they really didn't want to be in the relationship. If you're the one who gets dumped, you instantly have something on your shoulders. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah. I mean, there, there are. And it's sad to me. Those, you, those people are sad. Sad people. Really? Get your own life. Live it. Embrace it. You're spending way too much time looking at the past, man. There's only one way. It's forward. Fuck that shit. Block it. Get it out of your sights. Big FTS. And I've said that to my friend too. Like, you need to stop. This is ridiculous. So you're actually honest with her and say, you're coming off like a crazy person. Absolutely. And they know. But crazy people sometimes know they're acting crazy. But is she crazy or is this just oh, a crazy what used to be in love scenario? This is crazy. I mean, this specifically is crazy. I, I wouldn't say that she's like this all the time. But th- th- like, to me, it's just nuts. Like, he's he's married with kids. Well, I bet he cheats on her. Okay, like, what the fuck? Like, get, move along. Like, why do you care? It's not your life. It's not your issue. It's not anything you need to think about. Do you think that if he came back to her and said, I made a huge mistake? And, and life has changed. I, I'm married and I've got a kid, but I'd like to, to give it one more try. Do you think she would drop what she's doing and get back together with him? I mean, possibly. Really? And I'll say, that, I'll say this too, because people who tend to do this are also people who tend to enjoy drama. Ah. And sometimes they welcome it. There are people who knowing, love drama. Yeah, knowing full well, it's maybe not the right choice, but let's see where this goes. Like, no. No, I don't get why people do that to themselves. I really don't. Third most popular answer, when, when you were asked, why do you spy? I want to make sure he's not dating someone hotter than me. Oh, okay, yeah, that's another. It's, that's a petty one, It's though, a petty right? one, sure, sure. What do you get out of that? And what do you do if you look and, and you go and I'm just going to check out his Instagram and see if he's dating anybody. And Oh, look at that, he's dating somebody. And 
ah, shit, she's really beautiful. <laughs> is that what it's like? Do you get angry about that? Or, or I don't even know how to process uh, that. I don't know either. Because you really, at that point, likely know nothing about the relationship. So then I feel like people just draw their own conclusions on things. Like, oh, well, he's just after her because she's hot. Okay, well, watch that last. You know, like, and they'll start, it's in their own mind. You know, like, that's, like get, get your own thing. That's not your thing anymore. Move along. I just don't get it. I just don't get on the dwelling in the past thing. Just under 10% said, I still spy because I need visual confirmation that he's gone downhill, Mm -hmm. that he's fat or bald or both. People must lose their mind if their exes are not on social. Like just off the off the grid. Well, how do you follow them? Yeah, right? well, you've got to ask around. What are you doing? What? Yeah, this, this old timey old timey days where I have to ask people what you're doing. Friend of a friend, maybe you creep their yeah, profile just as probably. hope that maybe a picture of your ex shows up. Probably. You know, I'd love to pull that trigger. I would love to pull the no social media presence trigger and just get off of it. But once the train's going, it's hard to get off, right? I, sure. I, I know that there's some people who never started and they probably have no real burning desire to jump on yeah. social. Yeah. But for those who are on it, trying to quit it, oh my God, I, I don't even know what that would be like. Yeah. I can't even imagine what I would do with all that free time if I didn't have apps to scan through looking at pictures of people's fucking dogs or what they're <laughs> eating. It's true. We know way too much information about shit that we don't need to know and probably not enough about stuff that's important in the world. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Apparently wedding season is going to be bananas again in 2023. I believe it. Yeah, There's still weddings going now and there's still weekday weddings happening now in the backlog from COVID. There's weddings happening seven days a mm-hmm. week and, and there's no shortage in the pipeline either because there's still people proposing every single day. Sure. A friend of mine is a jewelry maker and he's pumping out rings like you wouldn't believe. It's nuts. Is he at a Brampton? Uh, Kitchener. Oh, okay. Okay, very good. So anyway. I was just wondering if he was the guy that you gave me contact for. Oh. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's insane right now. Cosmo wanted to know, what made you propose? What made you say, now's the time. I'm going to do the trek down to the jewelry store. I'm going to buy a ring, and I'm going to get down on one knee, and I'm going to ask... If she will engage me in a proposal for a future marriage. That, that's such a strange question, too. What? Like, I mean, it's a, it's a normal question, but like, who asks that question? Like, what made you propose? When have you ever seen an engagement picture on social media or talk to your friend and they're like, hey, I'm engaged. What made you say, hey, what made you propose? 
Like, isn't that a strange thing to ask? Uh, but, but understandable. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, hey, maybe they want to know if there was a moment where you knew that person's the one, right? Or whatever it is. But I've never, I don't think I've ever asked that question to anyone. Like, what made you do it? I'm cynical on marriage now uh, for a lot of reasons. Sure. And, but I, I have asked guy friends that are considering popping the question or have popped yeah. the question. Why? To have to you me, really? Okay. To me, that's a fair question. Sure. And, and nobody has- Is it kind has, of a nosy question though? I, like none of your business? I mean, it's general curiosity for me. I'm not going to be upset if they don't answer, but okay. I would like to know. What made you propose? Okay. Why now? You're looking for ones, like you're looking for interesting answers when you ask that question? Uh, somewhat. And also, if it's a close friend, a little bit of a surety. Hey, if I know that, uh, I don't think you're going to like being married to that person, or I know you uh, and you're not really marriage material, right. or, you know, you're going into this for the wrong reasons. Yeah, because she got knocked up and stuff like that. If that's an answer, you're like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. She, she got <laughs> knocked up. She makes a lot of money. Right. Uh, there's any number of reasons that guys have proposed to girls. Right. And, and to be honest with you, money's one of them. Of course. There's yeah, a lot of guys who are looking for that quote unquote rich bitch and they want to be kept. They want to be trophy husband. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> husband me up. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. I actually don't know husband anybody that's in that up. situation, but I know guys that have I'm gone sh- into a marriage thinking it was going to be like that. I'm sure there are. It seldom ends that way. 31. Per- no, I'll start with this one. 62% when they were asked, what made you propose? Why mm-hmm. now? Said, she does something so amazing, I realize I want to be with her forever. Okay, so something. So it was one instance that made that clicked. I mean, bro, there's, there's a lot leading up to a it, lot. I'm sure. Sure. But like one specific thing, because that's why I always wonder. And what was it? I'd love to know that you know, too. What was, was it? it? She just turned and her hair flowed in the wind and the sun caught her the right way. And I thought, you're perfect for me. Or was it like or, the meatloaf was fucking on point 10 out of 10? Could have been that. <laughs> could have been how she dealt with uh, uh, a specific situation or scenario. It could be yeah. how they run their life. It could be their goals or aspirations. It could be their kindness. That's a big thing. Sure. There's any number of reasons, but there was one thing that made them say, Yep, she's the one. 62%, that was the number one answer. Half that amount said, well, the rest of my life, my career and my finances, et cetera, is finally in order, so the next step is to get married. Yeah, so There's a lot of people who feel that marriage is part of a chronology in life and you've got to check all the boxes before you get to 40 or before you get to 30 or 50, however it is. And, And if you can, it almost seems like you're treating it as a task, as a job. If you go into it like that, well, I've got a great job. I make a lot of money. I've got a nice place. I've got a nice car. I guess now I got to get married. And no, you don't got to get married, but you just in your head process yeah. that, well, I guess now's the time I got to get married. And the influence of everyone around you, like, well, they're getting married and they're getting married. Okay, better, better find someone then. The last two had a lot less people use these answers, but it's still tangible numbers. 6% said... We were both ready to have a baby, so we decided to make it legit and get married as well. Make it legit. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that say that in 2022, but okay. okay. 1%. But this is real. I mean, if it's 1%, there's thousands of guys in this scenario. She gave me the ultimatum now or never. Yeah. Propose or I'm gone. Yeah. There's a lot of people that believe in the ultimatum. 
Don't um, waste, don't waste my time. Um, that kind of thing. There, there's a lot of people, um, that are, that have been in that scenario before. Like sometimes people feel as though you got to give them the ultimatum and it works out well for them. Well, other times maybe not. It's, uh, sometimes it's the reminder people need like, Hey, I'm here. And while you're just fucking around living your life here, I'm wondering what's going on with the rest of mine. So if you think there's a future for us, prove it. If you don't think there's a future, let me know and I'll be on my way. There's a lot of people Mm -hmm. in that scenario. There's some people who just plain want the wedding or there's some people who just plain want an order of events. Like we're going to have a baby. So I want to get married now so we can have a baby in two, three, four years. There's so many different scenarios where the ultimatum could come into play. It's just, that's a hard thing to hear. That's when somebody says to you, use it or lose it. You start thinking of ways to use it. Or you start imagining, what would it be like if I lost it? Would I really notice or care? Or would it be that big a deal? Could the grass really be greener on the other side? And I'm sure a lot of those things go through your mind. Now, when you get a now or never ultimatum, how much time do you figure you have? Are we talking days, hours, weeks, minutes, months, years? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you should know the person, though. I mean, the truth is you should know that person and know exactly how long it should take. If it wasn't, if it was it, if it was literally never on your mind to propose to that person, and then one day they just said, "Well, propose to me, or I'm leaving," then there's probably a problem. There's going to be an issue. But if you, chances are, you've at least thought about it when you would do it, how you would do it, you would think. And if not, then again, I think that there's something wrong there. But maybe you just need it as a push. Maybe some people really do need the ultimatum as a push. Uh, you also got to be careful when you throw that ultimatum out there, though, ladies, because you need to be prepared for the. Other oh, side oh, heave, of it. Heave ho, and then he's out of there, right? Like, yeah. he's like, okay, then I'm out of here. I actually do know a guy, not well, but I knew him well enough to get the story out of him. He was in the exact same scenario. Really? They were together for seven years, and she finally gave him the ultimatum. Either you put a ring on it, or I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't that he didn't love her. It wasn't that he didn't want a future with her. A, he did not like being given an ultimatum. And B... He figured that was a sign. She's telling me now, I'm not ready. That's a sign from above. I got to bail. And he yeah. did. He just walked away, no regrets. And then she was like, but, 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 nope. You yeah, said it. Interesting. It's done. See, and you, like you said, you do have to be prepared for that. If you're going to give someone an ultimatum, truly mean it. Take it either way and know that you have to. Let's do a little bit of food news. For those who don't know, maybe you're a newer listener to After Nine. One of Kat's claims to fame. It's going on my tombstone. It probably should (laughs) at this point because I've told people and they don't believe me. People have come up to me at events and functions and said, is that true about Kat? Kat has never eaten Taco Bell. She has never had a single thing from the menu. She has never made a run for the border. She has never said, yo quiero anything. (laughs) Nope. She has never had Taco Bell. Never. Never one time. Do you get curious, though? You must see other people talking about it. You must see commercials and think, huh, maybe I wonder. Yeah, I mean, I've been to those places that have, like, the Taco Bell and the, what's the one that's combined? It's always, like, Taco Bell and something else in the same restaurant Mm. sometimes. KFC or something like that. Maybe it was KFC. Oh, Taco Bell, KFC. I remember, like, in college, for example, like, when I used to eat those dirty dirty quick meals. and (laughs) They are dirty. And people would order that. And I would just look at it like, no, like, I don't know, to me, I'll go home and I'll make something that looks 10 times better than anything at Taco Bell. 10 times. 
Taco Bell has made a lot of people happy by bringing back the Mexican pizza. And I haven't been to Taco Bell recently either, so I couldn't even tell you if it made it back to Canadian locations. But I can tell you in America, where Taco Bell is borderline a religion, all those Mexican-themed restaurants are, Mm -hmm. they love that stuff. It's a big deal that the Mexican pizza is back. They just announced they're going to bring back one item from the past. And people get to vote on which item it is. That's kind of cool. The first one is a double-decker taco. They say, our double-decker taco debuted in 1995. It was removed from the menu in 2019. It's a regular hard taco with a tortilla pasted around it. (laughs) (laughs) Did they actually use the word pasted? I'm paraphrasing Okay, there. okay. <laughs> but think about how fucking ludicrous that is. Think about it. Here's a, if, if you came over to my place and I served tacos, you'd probably be happy. Like, fucking right. It's Taco, taco Tuesday. Because yeah, I've, got, I've got nothing against tacos. Don't get me wrong. It's not a taco thing. Right. So I'd be like, yeah, fresh homemade tacos. Let's go tacos. And if I said, we're having hard tacos, you'd be like, oh, okay. If I said, we're having soft tacos, maybe you'd go, oh, okay. If I said, you're going to have hard and soft tacos at the same time, you might think, what the fuck is going on here? But Taco Bell does it. They made a whole business out of it. They figured that if you take a hard taco shell and fill it full of shit, (laughs) and then you take a soft taco shell and put it on top of the hard one, you got yourself a gimmick. Now, you can't just... Put it on there and hope for the best. You need some sort of an adhesive. So they they, they could use cheese, but then you got to wait for the cheese to melt and bind the two shells together. So they use refried beans as this edible adhesive that keeps the two shells together. You might as well have eaten a couple of slices of white bread. That's basically what we've done when you have a taco with two shells. But I get that it's wildly popular. Now, the other option that people can vote for is the, I hope I say this right, because I don't remember this. Oh, you better not screw this up. The Enchirito. Oh. Enchirito. What is that now? That first hit the menu in 1970. It got pulled from the menu nine years ago in 2013. The way they describe it is an enchilada burrito mashup. So basically what they took is a a burrito and they filled it with beef and beans and onions. Then they wet it somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see why I don't eat there? And they put it on a plate and covered it in sauce and cheese and said, here you go, you fat fuck. Eat that. Where's Bertha? Come lick this, Bertha. We got to wet this. (laughs) There you go. I'll be $6.99. But I mean, what? hang on. First of all, Taco Bell's fucking lazy. That's why I don't like them. They're okay, crazy lazy. One of, the, one of the reasons why I don't like it is because it's so lazy. Everything you just mentioned is the same fucking ingredients, just mashed up differently. It's all the same thing. Whether it's a gordita, shita, melita, equisbita, whatever the hell it's called, it's all the same stuff just formed in a different way. What's a mashita lolita? That sounds well, delicious. <laughs> You paste stuff together, right? You shouldn't need an adhesive for your dinner. <laughs> you put the lettuce and the beef and the tomatoes or whatever they use. It's all the same ingredients, just 
And maybe that's the genius of it. But hey, maybe what I think is lazy is actually the genius of it. All the ingredients are already there for them to work with. So they can mash it and mix it up and call it the every steed of Medita crunch that they want to. And people will still buy it. Because oh, it's different though. This one's, this one's got refried beans on the outside with the taco, with the soft taco smushed on top. You know, it's all the same stuff, isn't it? In a lot of ways, it is. And, and I'll give you an example because maybe you're, you're listening to After 9 here trying to figure out what the hell Kat's talking about. If you hold it, it's a burrito. If you lay it on the plate and cover it with sauce, yeah. it's an enchilada. Right. It's the exact same thing. It's all the same, though. Now, if you want a chimichanga instead, you take that burrito that you've laid down to become an enchilada, deep fry it, and then lay it down and cover it in sauce and cheese. That's three different things out of the exact same thing. See what I mean? But again, it's brilliant on their behalf because they can just keep popping those out. No problem. It's not like they have to order new product at any point in time. You, if you're a member of the Taco Bell Rewards Club, who is a member of the Taco Bell Rewards Club? I bet you they've got. Oh my god! I bet you they got millions of members. What I is bet you wrong with you? Do you tell people that? Like when you go and order a cheesy gordita combo, do you whip out your card and say, "I want my points"? Is that how that works? Got a free taco today. I'm gonna cash in some points. Really? If you go there often enough to have a points to need rewards, I don't know. I don't know what that says. Like, it's I, don't not, know, not, I don't know how many times I filled up at Petro Canada before I finally said, I should get a rewards card. But I have a feeling it was a similar scenario at Taco Bell. Nobody wandered in there for the first time and thought, this is going to be the place where I collect points. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's like gasoline's totally different. Credit cards, totally different. Tacos? Like, I don't know. You can vote once a day through the Taco Bell app. That's another one to have the Taco Bell app on your phone. (laughs) And they are going to announce the winner at the end of next week. And that item will become a permanent fixture on the menu. We apologize to anyone who has the time. I know people, people, some people listening have this guaranteed. They have the rewards or the, or the app. They've got it. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think you're absolutely right. There's somebody out there right now that's proud of the fact that they're a Taco Bell rewards member. Like shit. I'm up to five free cheesy gorditas, you fuckers. <laughs> you know what? I got three available slots in my wallet. One of them's from a Taco Bell card. And one free Pepsi. <laughs> um, one more thing on Taco Bell, because as bad as it is, it's also great sometimes. If you are at the end of the night and you've got a good buzz going on and you feel like a lot of food for a little bit of money... Taco Bell hits the spot every single time. But there's one thing they have in the States, and it's so, so simple. And I don't know why we don't have it in Canada. But if you're a decision maker at Taco Bell, I'm sure you probably turned this podcast off about three minutes ago. (laughs) You're not a fan anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate those guys. No, 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 no. The spicy potato, spicy potato taco. Oh, there's something different. Thin little potatoes, almost like bigger than a than a hash brown, but yeah. but smaller than like a, a a wedge, if you will. So they there's these spicy potatoes, a little bit of heat, not crazy. They put that in a taco shell or a burrito, and it is delicious. Really? It's got such good flavor. I'm sure it's horrible for you, but I'd also don't go to Taco Bell for the nutritional value. Sure. So if sure. you want something good, get that, and it's like eighty nine cents because it's potatoes and a tortilla. Mm. Really good. Next time you're in America. We haven't talked about this story yet, but I have a feeling people are going to be talking about it more 
in the days and weeks to come. A 56-year-old woman in Utah, pregnant at 56 with her own grandchild. Oh. Her daughter-in-law could not carry the embryo. Ah. That's a weird thing. Asking mom to have your baby. Sure. It's a But it's a scenario that other couples have been in. Yes. Yeah. It's not, it's not something that's never been heard of before. Um, I think we have even heard of this before. That's it's a big ask to, to ask anybody to do that. And I'd imagine it's even stranger, but I understand it being uh, a blood relative. Maybe that's something that you want to, that you want to look into. And I guess if mom's offering Did she offer or do you ask? Because my mom has a hard time saying no to me. If I go to my mom and say, mom, I know you're busy, but could you make me a banana bread? She'll drop what she's doing and make me a banana bread because you know why? I'm her little fucking boy and she loves me and she knows I love banana bread. If I said, mom, I know you're busy, but could you carry a baby for nine months for me and my girlfriend? Let me know. It's a big ask. It's a tall yeah, ask. It's, a, it's not it's a, the request that mom usually gets. Yeah, it's a big ask. So with this particular story here, is this person telling their story about how they asked? Yeah. Uh, Jeff and Cambria Hawk already have four children through in vitro fertilization. Okay. They learned uh, surrogacy would be their only option to have another baby. And even at that, there was a lot of uncertainty. Cambria needed an emergency hysterectomy after having one of the kids. Mm -hmm. Her husband said, we knew if we were going to be able to have any more of our embryos, we would have to use a gestational carrier. Okay. Am am I saying that right? Yeah. So the best best match would be a, a good blood match. Yeah. Jeff's mother, Nancy, who's 56 years old, stepped up and offered to carry the couple's last embryo. After many appointments with a fertility specialist and an embryo transfer, she became pregnant with her own granddaughter. She says she's feeling great, just like she did when she was younger and expecting. She's due in November. The couple has said getting their daughter here has been an unforgettable journey, and they are grateful for mom's selflessness in carrying their child. No kidding. I wonder if grandma here, who's pregnant with her grandchild, will feel a little bit more of a special connection with this kid. I mean, how can you not? How can you not? Kate. I mean, I couldn't imagine that. I mean, I've only been pregnant with my own children. Mm-hmm. You've never had other people's kids? <laughs> I have no kids? experience in Weird. having a pregnancy that is not my child. But you do have this obviously a bond with your baby and growing a baby in your body is one that only people who have been through the experience, you understand what it's like. And it's a, I'm just trying to figure out what that would feel like. Even for those who are surrogates, by the way, like any, even if you're not related, like I don't understand how people can just like release the baby and be like, it's yours now. Now this is a bit of a different scenario because it is grandma and she knows she's grandma and she knows she's doing a favor and I'm sure that she's going to be tired as shit by the time that kid comes out and she's going to be like, okay, don't, don't ask me to babysit for a while. I've done enough for you. (laughs) Right. I mean, you you can get away with anything now, grandma, but what a, what a strange thing, even to know that like bits and pieces of your son-in-law are inside, (laughs) are inside of you. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yes, not in the traditional sense. No, of course, of course, of course. But still it's like, uh, I, I feel like for the daughter, 
like the 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 grandmother in the scenario thinking about her daughter's baby cool but then it's like and it's my son-in-law's baby it's so strange but i'm not like i'm not against it by any means i just think man that would be a strange one to have to get over or explain to the kid one day like actually you came out of grandma's hoo-ha want to hear the story (laughs) (laughs) you know it's a weird it's a it's different it's unique it is unique there's no um inherent health risks for the baby there in that it's there's a lot of the same dna going on right yeah, yeah yeah no i don't believe i mean i believe that as long as the doctors obviously involved and everybody involved felt like it was going to be safe enough yeah i mean this is all it's a, basically when you do this it's like a, a neat little package that goes inside grandma and then it grows from there so grandma of course is, is that this, like those bulbs that you get at the nursery of this time of year you just put it in and it all just like yeah. self-contained yeah just easy peasy interesting but okay. of course I'm sure I'm sure at her age yeah there's risks for her but I think at this point I don't I don't believe there'd be risks to the baby and they do everything they can to avoid that if that's the case but that they're not going to find that out until closer to November when she is due one more question about this and and I'm sure other people's minds have gone here as well. But at 56 years old, as as the mom who's, who's mm-hmm. pregnant here with her son's baby. Is the son or the daughter? It, it's her son and daughter-in-law. Right, right. right. Okay, so okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, sorry, I might have mistaken that when yeah. I was talking. Okay. Right. So what if, because I have to think at 56 years old, mm-hmm. grandma's not elderly and she's likely still sexually active with grandpa here. Can grandma and grandpa do it? While grandma's pregnant with her son's oh, baby. Oh, snap. Or did ne- dad just get cock blocked for a year? Never thought of that. Never thought of that. Because that's weird, right? Uh, I mean, that'd be yeah. fucking weird. Probably because. No matter like- how you do it. <laughs> no matter what part of your body it yeah. goes in, it's, it's not good. Because it is different when it's your baby. And again, that's what most people's scenario is. It's your baby, you're growing, and you're like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Who cares? It's my baby. But then when it's not- It's already made from both of us. Yeah, but it, and it's totally safe to do. You can have sex all you want, right up until like the point of having the baby. You can have sex. It's totally safe. It's totally fine. But you're right. Knowing mentally, like, this is my grandkid in, my, in, in, in me right now, that might change things. Yes, that could, that could change things. Looks like Grandpa just got nine months of hand jobs. I think, I think so. <laughs> Sounds blowy still November, my love. <laughs> One last thing I want to play, and only because the timing on this is perfectly, or is perfect. We talked just the other day about the Starbucks employee who's had enough. Right. He's like, you know what? Stop with your stupid hacks and your modifications. We're minimum wage workers, and you're making us jump through hoops for no good reason. Right. Just order what's on the menu and piss off. You want milk instead of cream? Fine. But stop doing all these dumb hacks and recipes you found online. Just yesterday, at an Orlando Dunkin' Donuts location, a woman asked for a simple modification to her order, and the manager snapped in the drive-thru. Really? Listen to this. Please get out of my line. Thank you. Because I'm lactose intolerant. Can you get out of my line? No, I just ordered. Okay, I, and I deleted your order. I'm not making Why are you denying my, my service please? right now? Because I am the manager and I said I'm not giving you any service. Can you please get out of my line? Okay, and you're the manager. Uh, yes, I am. Get out of my line. Or I will trespass you. Get out of my line. Wait, can, can I just ask sure will. Can get I just ask my line. Can we just get a reason why? Because I told you the reason why. Now get out of my line. Thank you. Because I forgot that I was... Okay, get out of my line now. Get out of my...
line. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. It, it's a weird thing that she decided to film that. And, and I'm wondering what led up to her saying, sure. you know what? I'm going to whip out my phone and record this Dunkin' sure. Donuts manager. Yeah, because we don't hear the full story there. Right. Basically, what happened is she ordered uh, a coffee with a an oat milk substitution, but she asked for the substitution at the last minute. The manager had already poured the coffee with milk. Then she was like, oh, shoot, sorry. I wanted that with oat milk. Didn't want to pay for the one that had already been poured. She only wanted to pay for the one that she was going to drink. Oh, okay. That's an interesting scenario. Hey, listen, we've all screwed up. Uh, sure. And most of the time they'll accommodate, right? Like, yeah. I think if you go there and you get up to the window and say, I'm really sorry. I meant to say oat yeah. milk. I screwed because up. Because I'm lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. I can't drink that. Most of the time they'll just write it off, spillage, whatever. They'll chuck it and get you one with oat milk. This manager? No. Not doing it. Not today. And she flipped out on the person but there had to have been some sort of antagonistic behavior going on there i don't think anybody just snaps over oat milk that's a weird one right mm -hmm. and this is what we have to be so cautious about is that we only see what we see and hear what we hear we didn't we're not seeing the full picture here yeah it's quite possible this is a cranky ass manager who's having a bad day swearing at a customer probably never okay Like, I don't think there's ever a scenario where you should say, get out of my fucking line or whatever it was that she said. But she did ask like a dozen times before that. Could you please leave? Yes. And at that point, I'm not sure what you do. What do you do? Call the police? Like, I suppose. But there. But you're right. There's something that led up to there. I I have a reason to believe as well, like you, that something else must have gone on there for her to a whip out her phone, knowing this could blow up. And maybe she wanted it to blow up and be big. Uh, Maybe she'd been through that drive through before. And been a nuisance previously. I mean, we don't know any of those things. Either way, I feel horrible for the people behind that woman. That probably took a long fucking time just to see her drive away with nothing at all. Ah, Come on! I guess we're not doing a pay it forward (laughs) here. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Have a great hump day, everybody. We will catch you right back here tomorrow with another episode of After 9. Bye-bye. NASA intentionally crashed a spacecraft into an asteroid to see if it could stop one coming towards Earth in the future. Go NASA. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Space Force is like, cool, cool. So what exactly is our role again? Like, what, what do we do? <laughs> Scientists recently discovered vaccine-resistant coronavirus in Russian bats. It's what Putin's calling Plan B. <laughs> the CIA just launched its own podcast. CIA was like, after 75 years of listening to you, now you can listen to us. According to a new survey, 24% of Americans said that they found it very easy to make friends as a teenager, and the other 76% are the people they bullied. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it.